Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 20, can you believe it, of Glamour's Hey, It's Okay podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about all sorts of important things like whether or not it's okay to lie about seeing the book or the film, whether it's okay to tell the truth about your friend's partners, and also just about ringtones and whether or not if yours is dodgy or not, and if that's okay or not. Stay tuned. I'm Jo Elvin. I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Glamour Magazine. Thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of the podcast, Hey, It's Okay. Today I have with me our Executive Fashion and Beauty Editor, Miss Claudia Mahoney. Hello, hello. And now the thing is, today's special guest um, is going to take about half an hour to actually list all the things that are her title. So I'm just going to hand over... Mylene Class, how, how do you describe yourself? Welcome, first I, of all. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Thanks for being here. The list keeps getting longer. I'm not adding to it. She's a designer. She's <laughs> a DJ. She's a musician. She's an entrepreneur. She's a model. She's really quite annoying at this point, don't you think? Seems like, you know, nice. Thanks for having me anyway. <laughs> annoyingly successful Mylene Class. I'll take, you know what, I'm going to take that because I've heard worse titles. <laughs> Definitely had worse titles. But what, if you, like, so what's on your passport? I actually put musician because I find if I put anything else and have done in the past, they don't usually let me into many countries, including Beijing. But why? I don't know. If, if you put journalist, if you're doing a journalistic oh, journalist, job, yeah. well, then, they're, the, they're the worst. Then it's like yeah. shutters down. Yeah. Um, and designer, then it's just it's, it's very broad. I found that musician is the easiest because I can break out the spoons and they go, yes, she How is about very this? bad, but telling the truth. I've got an idea for your business cards, passport, whatever else, Twitter handle. How about yeah. Glamour Award winner? I, I, I mean, that's yes. the only thing you need. Do you know, I've, it's one of my proudest moments. I still have my Glamour Award under, I think like Beauty and the Beast. It's under a glass. I, I think, was Gosh. it 2013? It's not going to die, die, but I feel it needs to be encased. I know it's made of hardy stuff, but I still like to encase it. So you won a Glamour Award for being our Entrepreneur of yes, the Year, which I think I is very, very fitting because you've got your fingers in so many pies, Do you know, as long, they say. A long time ago, I got, uh, well, maybe I still do, and I just don't read it anymore, ridiculed for being a jack 
of all trades and a master of none. So I stole that and turned it into a Jacqueline of all trades as my Twitter handle, because I think actually one thing that you need to do more so than ever is you need to be able to diversify. So the fact that I have got my fingers in a lot of pies, I think that that's just your modern day woman. I feel that you, you don't define yourself by one thing. Each of us do so many jobs within the day, but I feel for me that there's certain days that I want to do something different. But how, so with all your sort of like, Little Woods designing, Mother Care designing, uh, the DJ, you sort of like working on Classic FM and Smooth FM. Oh, my God. I mean, if you – it's almost the equivalent of – what possession would you save from a burning house? What what profession? <laughs> First, I'd would like you to think save? I'd go for my children, but <laughs> which possession? Just would leave I them out of this for now, all okay, right? Okay, yeah, it. yeah. I, it's. I think there's so many different parts that make up the person. So I love my classical music, hence why classic FM is perfect. At the same time, where would I be without Shaka Khan? It's like the two aren't mutually exclusive. I don't. I don't feel I have to choose one or the other. I have to dress myself in the day. That's where Little Woods comes into it and being able to design clothes. So everyone needs pants. Again, you wouldn't choose pants over a trouser suit, or maybe you would. At the same time, I've got my MyKay collection with Mothercare, which has been going for 10 years to dress my children. So all of those are facets of my own life, and I don't feel that I have to necessarily choose one. And the fact that they're all still going after 10 years, that really is staying power, as, as you'll know. So are you just solving... I don't say just you solving your everyday life issues and situations through various businesses. Like yes. one day, will you open a an old people's home? <laughs> I, I need an old people's home. Yes, it's, yeah. none of this is completely altruistic. Yeah. What I'm trying to do is figure out my life and then make sure that it, it's all provided for. But seriously, I think the best way to do it is you know talk about what you know. I love classical music, so from performing it all the way through to interviewing people about it and getting to host shows about it that works perfectly the 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 fashion side of things I've I've loved that since forever it's been brilliant to be able to play dress up dolls I suppose and then at the same time be able to be able to put a team together of all these amazing working mums which is predominantly my team knowing that we're going to have the job done by 5pm when we can all rush home and get tea done and bath time so that facilitates that side and also I think it's grown so much we we now sell. I now sell one item in my range every sixty seconds. Wow. I don't know how long this podcast has been on, but we've we've possibly sold five or ten items now. Yeah, we'll just have a little. We've got a little ticker tape that goes off every <laughs> every time. Five, there are five items. We've just been told off to sell five. Five items. That's really exciting because again, I was just usually dismissed as the third person in hearsay usually the fat one behind the piano i heard that so much you're joking no it's true rubbish why are people so unkind i don't know me and gary barlow we do joke about this when we get together well who's laughing now i mean you're a classically trained musician and that's kind of where it all started yes that's where everything started and how many years did it take you to be a you know a a professional grade pianist well i i don't i don't actually remember not playing so I'm on my dad's side I'm from six generations of classical musicians and so I started at four went to music college and have just never stopped since and I think again that's helped me to diversify when you when you play in orchestras when you're playing with groups when you're singing in bands it's lovely to be part of a team it's lovely to genuinely make that music together and I really I relish that I really do enjoy that and I think again that diversity that you have as a musician it gives you the opportunities to see different opportunities and, and and make the best of them and work within them so I, th- I think a lot of it is a lot of the training that I have is where what the reason that I'm where I am now can you do us a favor 
prodigy Mylene Class. Well, it depends. Anything for you, but I feel don't make me sing. <laughs> Anything. No, oh, it's not. On. It's not that. It's like you're, you're kind of freaking me out. I I don't have anything like a side hustle, and ah. you've got so many things going on, and successful at all of them. Can you just tell us all? us podcast listeners and glamour stuff just tell us one thing you failed at just to make us feel better i mean don't throw anything at me please i, I can't i can't catch a ball and catch a cold i can't i my my sports was never that great because i'm as you might have heard i'm hyper extended so this is what happens for <laughs> do you know what funny you enough i haven't oh heard God, that incredible that's the really thing about me ben <laughs> we might need to get a video of this for, okay. for the website because mylene just that's did. not a failure that's like another talent well, I don't know. If I aim to throw Skill. something, yay, it'll go 45 degrees okay, that well, way. That's, it's funny that you, yeah, you think that's something wrong. I remember Beyonce, years ago, I remember seeing on some documentary, she could do something weird with her thumbs in that double jointed way. I see. And the way, this is so American, the way she introduced it was like, let me show you all some of my gifts. And this, that was one of her gifts. Was, Actually, yeah. I can yeah. actually play the piano backwards as a result. No use to anybody. But, but I'm going to now say it's one of my gifts. It's one of your I'm gifts. I'm going to steal that your, Beyonce line. Your weird, frankly disturbing elbows. They are weird. A, Do you know what? I went, when, I, when I saw a doctor and I was a lot younger and I kept on uh, pulling all sorts, I thought he was going to just, you know, put my mind at rest. And he was like, I need to take photos of this. This is the most extreme angle of hyperextension I've ever seen. Yeah, don't so worry. So if you're going to do something, make sure you're the extremity of it. I promise you all, everyone, the video of Miley's weird elbow, elbows is coming. Is it okay to tell a friend if you really don't like their partner? I say I genuinely think that honesty is the best policy. I love it. it wasn't even a pause. It's <laughs> like she's in because there. Let's, let's well, this is why like my this. dad says engage brain before mouth, and it just never happened yet. No, don't do that because I like it when you don't do what, that. The uncensored. Yeah, why? yeah. I do get in a lot of trouble. Sometimes for you it. do get in trouble, and, it, and it's awful for you, but quite amusing for me. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. You, you know what? Not and, so true. And your publicist who's sitting in the corner here Having today. Having a panic attack. Right. Always, always say, <laughs> you know. Do you know what? He does often answer the phone when I ring him. As if he does answer the phone, he'll say, oh, what have you done now? That's what <laughs> not hello. How are you? What have you done now? Ugh. What have you done now? Um, I think honestly it is the best policy. Do you? I, mean, I do. I don't know. But there are conditions, I suppose, with anything like this. Because you don't want to hurt your friend's feeling and, uh, feelings. And if you only don't like them because you just don't like them. Yeah. Maybe it could potentially be more your problem than theirs. Whereas if you know they're cheating or they're mean to her or they're just a bit rubbish. I don't know. I, You know what? With the cheating thing, I've never, thank God, been... In that position where I've had to be the one to go, hey, I saw so-and-so somewhere where he shouldn't be. But I'd, I'd be terrified of being cast as the messenger in that one. I, I don't know. I'd, I'd, I think I might wimp out on that one. Well, do you Is have that any really friends? Bad? Do you have any friends? Do, do have I any have friends? any friends? <laughs> no. Do you have uh, any yeah. friends that you don't necessarily like their boyfriends? Do you know what? I did have, um, there was years ago, I, it took me a long time to warm to one friend's particular life partner. Life partner. Life partner. Well, I'm just going to homogenize this. I'm not going to bring gender, you know. I feel that. Actually, I just did, didn't I? Yes. But, yeah, but anyway. <laughs> okay. But, uh, but, and I think I tried to take exactly do what you were talking about, take a live out. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one with the problem. So I just spent probably about 10 months trying to find one thing that I really liked about that person. And? And, it, and from that kernel, a true love grew. And now I love that person. So what do you think changed within you? Or was it them? No, I think I had to change. I think I had to, to, to reset my mind because 
they were clearly in love and this wasn't going away. That's, so, that's the yeah. crux of it, isn't it? Yeah. That if they're going to be together and stay together yeah. or have children together, sometimes you've got to ask yourself, what am I actually adding by telling them I don't like their partner? Because all you could end up doing is excluding yourself from their relationship and, and, and you're really, the one cast out. And hurting that person that you love. And I mean, it, it was things like, you know being weirdly rude to waiters and stuff like that. Oh, as, see, as that a, is a unacceptable, though. Well, it was a few first impressions, things like that, but I had to, you know, get it. But then when our relationship grew and he would do stuff like that, then I would start to sort of take the piss out of him and, and be bold enough to say, oh, why'd you say that? And then, and then he would sort of like lighten up and stop doing that. So it kind of, me, I, I think me sticking out the long game in that actually gave me another friend. So I've got a really good friend yeah. whose partner was, and and specifically just a dick, and um, we would all sort of debate about whether or As not opposed to a specific dick. When you, well, there was no sort of you just know like, a dick when you see you, you one, just don't you? Do. you well, just you do. say that, but you yeah. don't. Well, that's no, the problem. She that's didn't. how we're here. She didn't clearly, <laughs> and um, stayed with him for a very long time. I mean, just opening gambit things like he would sort of shake hands and he had a really limp weird handshake that's the problem you can't hate on someone you can't that. You hate can dislike that. and it. you can't say to someone you know don't be with him he's got a limp handshake as a sort of reason for basing her life with someone so anyway the relationship eventually ran its course after about eight years and she turned around to us and said <gasps> just, at the end, just the quick eight years yeah i know you yeah. held he's on in robbed there. me of my best years yeah why like did shawshank redemption yeah, but of why, exactly why didn't you say something if you didn't like him earlier and it wasn't there was never the right moment to do so, but I do feel really bad. Eight years is quite a it's short a long time. <laughs> no, but even, but then we all thought that was exactly. But we all thought that because it was such a long time that this was it, and so we were in a position that you know you were sort of powerless to say something. But even but I when, wish we had. but even when my friends have dumped the one that I don't like, I never say because inevitably they always get back together. Yes. and you've gone, oh well, I never liked him, yes. and then. I don't know. I think I've had friends say to me after I've split up with somebody, oh, well, we never liked him. And then you just feel so humiliated and stupid. That no, you say that I've time. had that. I've had people say we never liked him anyway. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? But that, why doesn't are you that just me make you now? feel really stupid that they were saying that? You know. um, it just made me super annoyed that no one had told me and then super annoyed at myself because I know deep down I wouldn't have listened. But yeah, that's the thing. You, you know, you just would have been angry with them. Or myself, or everybody else, other than I. But yeah, yeah. So is our conclusion what? that honesty the is the best policy? <laughs> oh, I don't no. know. No, don't, not no. for me. Okay. No. Do you have Do you have any suspicions that any of your friends don't like your husband? No, because that no one likes me, and they all they all <laughs> oh, like no. they all like me more. He's one of those ones where it's like, and Cat will nod to this. It's like I, I have people in my life who think, well, he likes her, and we all like him. Do you know what I mean? It's a bit like that. Because he's just. He's well, like so you think they super, think you're a better person because you're married to him? Yeah, I think my husband's super <laughs> so lovely. So he's, like he's vouched for you effectively. I, 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 get, I get points for, for having, to, be that having to fool Ross to falling in love with me. Oh, that's how that's, stop it. It's true. That's not true. <laughs> you too. They're like love young dream out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think we've come to any conclusions there. We're never, I, I just, I'm staying away from that. I'm never going to be honest with you, any of you about your partners. Are you not? No. I need you to be. I, will I mean, be. I've seen columnists write things about my relationship that I could have done with that sort of information months ago. So yeah, that's why I'm never going to be a newspaper columnist. I'm just, you know, yeah. So if if I am currently or potentially dating someone you don't like, you're not going to tell me. Probably not. No. Oh come on! But really? she's honest about that. Yeah. 
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So as you know, we've been asking you to subscribe to Glamour Hey It's Okay on iTunes. I know Mylene has because I stood over and made her do it. But I can't go around to all of you and do that. So I'm just going to urge you to subscribe to Glamour Hey It's Okay on iTunes. And if you leave a review... Um, you may well win a specially selected glamour prize chosen by me. We've been saying this for a while, and this week I'm coming good on the bargain. We have um, lovely Lexi, 66541, is getting a goodie bag. She has written, Kat's just handed it to me, these podcasts make my tube journeys. And I mean, God, that's job done, isn't it? Because how, you know, that's, again. We had one job, if, that's it. If, if I didn't make the podcast, I would probably listen to it to make my tube journey. Um, I have a crappy commute mute to and from work. I hear you, Lexi, 66541. So these are just what I need after a long day. A good mix of banter and serious discussion. P.S. I love James. He's all right, isn't he? James, He's not here. Can she like me? That's James Williams, our associate director, who's often a guest on the podcast. And please, can you be my best mate? Actually, he's my best mate, but, you know, but I'll, I'll share him. Monday nights are all about life admin, as James said in a, in a recent podcast. So, Lexi, you're getting rather luxurious glamour goodie bag if you can email us at okay at condenast.co.uk. Okay, so... Next, hey, is it okay to lie about the breadth of your popular culture knowledge? What I'm talking about is, I mean, you know, we're all busy women. I haven't got time to read every book and see every play and every film. Is it okay? Sometimes I do pretend I've read a book because I'm so shameful in how many books I haven't read that I sometimes will. If you've heard so much about it, you will sort of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I thought that was overrated. You can wing it well. sort of on the note. Yeah. I've been doing Why that do you school. feel you have to lie about it, though? Oh, because I'm a journalist. I'm supposed to have read everything and seen everything and done everything. But you're like, you're like lady be, boss. So I'm what supposed did to you be on say? top we... of the zeitgeist, you know? Okay, so what was the book that you lied about? Well, the first one I ever lied about was um, when I was in year 12. It was D.H. Lawrence's Sons and Lovers. 
just watch the film. It's just too long, man. I was just, I had so much work to do. And I, and I remember the teacher sitting me down one-on-one to ask me about what I thought about this book. And I was like, oh, Jesus. I'd read the back page. I've good enough. And um, it was something about the guy walking into the distance. And I just... I well, said, well, don't play the ending now, I don't. Said, <laughs> I said, I, I think that he feels um, really disillusioned by the end. And she was like, I can see you've really, really, really had a... <laughs> it's resonated, yeah. obviously. Yeah, she yeah. did. She really, she fell for it. So that's... <laughs> but did that give you a taste for carrying on with the lies well it, you when, thought I've got away with this when now necessary the young age. I mean I know I'm only cheating myself out of a cultural education <laughs> what do you think tricky one because I uh, I was working for, for CNN where uh, we were reviewing and, and interviewing a lot of um, movie actors and one time they sent me to uh, to cover Bollywood and I think that do you know how many Bollywood movies are? are? It's no, like almost I don't. triple. I can make yeah. it up then in this yeah. case. Triple, quadruple. Anyway, so many more than what comes out of Hollywood. So this guy, he, he asked me which, which Bollywood movies I liked, and I managed to name the one I knew. And he's like, any more? So I panicked. So I was like, you, will you name your favourite ones? Oh, this is, and, like, this is really reminding me of... tell me if I've... And I'll tell you if I've seen them. This is reminding me of that Zach Goldsmith thing where he, he was d- campaigning for London Mayor and he said he loved Bollywood films. And someone went, brilliant, what are your favourite Bollywood yeah. films? And they've just got you him on film. You can't fake it, can you? Yeah. I can. I could have taught Zach. Would you? What's, what's yeah. your favourite Bollywood? No, I haven't. I don't think I've seen one Bollywood film. I lo- Here's the thing, yeah. though. I love a Bollywood film. Yeah. I just don't always necessarily remember all the names, but yeah. le- I learned a big lesson of don't, don't you can't like that one but sometimes but, you feel ashamed if you do own up and then you wish that you hadn't I did one of these podcasts and I admitted to Edith Bowman that I'd never seen any of the Star Wars and just the look of disgust yeah, on her she wasn't yeah, disgusted I I just just puzzled I think well but, yeah, that, but you know but you make yourself sort of seem really well uncultured and what because you haven't seen Star Wars well I know Star Wars is maybe a bad <laughs> one D.H. Lawrence was pitching it a bit more <laughs> You've not seen Return of the Jedi. <laughs> I really haven't. But it is one of those weird cultural phenomena. Pheno- I can't say the word phenomenons that you, you know, if you are the person who hasn't seen them. I suppose it comes down to our basic instinct of wanting to just be part of the crowd and not to be left out. Well, and yes. it's just this, this is the Glamour office is a big book reading office, and I don't know. I just think by the time. I get home and I've read proofs all day and I've, you know, sort of like done all the reading that I have to do for work. Sometimes it's just, it, it, it doesn't feel relaxing to me to pick up a book. So I have probably read the least amount of books of anybody in this office. No, I don't believe that. Oh, I don't know. I think it might be true. So I need to sort that out. But then occasionally, because I'm slightly ashamed of that, I will go, oh, yeah, that was great. That book. <laughs> and then just quickly run to the toilet so nobody can ask me any more questions about it. So... It's not okay, is it? Let's, that, so that's, we're going to quiz Joe. What's your favourite book at the moment? Your then? faces are telling me it's not okay. Well, but, yeah. I think I, I think it's bad that we have the pressure to feel like we have to say we've seen it. That's yes. the tricky bit. Because if my children were saying to me, "What would you do in my situation?" I'd just say, "Well, this is ridiculous. Say you haven't read it. Go, can I borrow it? And then go home and read it." That would be the simple answer here. And then you'd apply that entire philosophy to the rest of your life. But for some reason, in order to fit in and connect, like you said, mm. we lie. So, mm. do you want Bollywood to give me a reading movies. list? I'm going to give you a reading list, Joe. Oh, no. You can join Glamour Book Club. And I'll just read the back page and wing it. <laughs> and feel 
that your characters are disillusioned. Yeah. Well, I've got. I do have a couple of books to read at the moment because I'm interviewing the authors. So that is always. Oh a no! You big, have to read them. It's now. always a big motivator for me. And then I think, oh, I should read more so, books. Okay. This is really good. When, it, yeah. when I've had to have when I've when I've done interviews yeah. when people have you know talked about albums that I've done and I I don't know you, you get to that awkward stage where you'll say well what did you like on the album and you can tell they've not listened. Mm. and that sort of blank look that they get and I always do feel bad that I well I would never do that an album takes half an hour to listen to so you know I would never do that I but you are you. definitely going to read the books of yeah the of course I would yeah. never try and interview someone without doing that yeah she's a professional yeah. <laughs> of sorts is it okay to judge somebody by their ringtone now I was thinking of this specifically when uh, my mother-in-law Hi, Chris. I know she's an avid listener. She gets more texts and phone calls than any teenager I've ever met in my life. She's, I don't know, she's 70-something. And um, her ringtone, though, drives me crazy. What is it? It's so weird. I, I, I was trying to get a recording of it when I was there at Christmas, but I think she was like, she knows I laugh at it, so she's like hiding away. But it's it like, like the Dom Jolly one? It's, no, it's some sort of like R&B song. <laughs> no way. She's really and it's, like, it's sort of like, sort of like, it starts with a bit of a drum beat and gets louder and louder if you're not answering the call. And then a woman starts sort of singing, talk to me, talk to me, baby. <laughs> it's your mother-in-law. Yeah. How old is she? I mean, it's so incongruous. I don't know, 70-something. <laughs> And she claims that she doesn't know why it's there or who put it on there. <laughs> and and but, she's, what, too sort of IT illiterate to be yeah, able to I mean, remove a, it. It's a really specific one. And I'm just thinking, I wonder if, you know, if she's on the bus going to the shops and, like, you know, some old guy a few seats down who thinks she, she's a pretty attractive woman, my mother-in-law. That's a, he might think that she's not as racy as that ringtone sort of, like, <laughs> makes her out to be. Is, the, is, the, is it over-delivering? Yeah, possibly. What's your ringtone? Oh, it's you're gonna die of boredom. I'm gonna ring it. Go on then. Yeah, right. Do it. Okay. Right, it's Talk there on the table. God, we're on tenterhooks now, Joe. Call failed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's rejecting me. This is magic stuff on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting for a phone to ring. Can we ring? What Kat? is it? Actually, yes, I know. Cat's got quite the ringtone. Cats is the archer's ringtone. No way. Yeah. You need to talk us through this, Cat. As soon as I discovered that on an iPhone you can just pop in any old piece of music, I was just like, marvellous. And about ten years ago I had the X-Men TV show theme tune as my ringtone and I was in a comic shop and it went off no and they way. gave me 20% off. No way. And so from now on, I'm just like, novelty ringtones to do with specific hobbies, brilliant. I love that you're our social media editor, sort of on the cusp of all things new and digital and the archers is your theme tune. It's wonderfully incongruous. Hashtag of the moment. <laughs> well, I don't even have... Uh, I, my phone's on silent the Same whole here. time. When I think the reason you didn't go very far whilst calling me is it is permanently on silent. Or because or you've blocked me. <laughs> but I'm <laughs> learning a lot about you today, Mylene Quest. Mylene, yours was on silent. I thought we were friends. It's just was on silent. Yeah. Because you're working so hard I'm in the studio. In the, so. I, well, no, you see, I have been on air when my mum has called me to go, I'm listening. That is <laughs> so why mine's on silent. I've learned my lesson. It's always on silent. And then in the in the night, I don't want the phone to, to wake my kids up. So it's just forever on silent. But I have a big old bright flash thing on it. Not wanting to get too technical now. Yeah, mine's on silent because otherwise things like WhatsApp now 
alerting you all the whole time. And I've got things like a family WhatsApp. And my mother will send me things through quite regularly. Sorry, Mum, if you're listening as well. But, for example, this morning, she sent through footage of what she thinks might be a Japanese peacock in the back garden. <laughs> I mean, you know... What, like, I, know I know, I know. And you're like, delete, delete, delete. I'm just trying to sort of work. Or when she's actually got my sort of direct line at work, the landline, I've had to change it. She'll ring and say, can you talk? And I'll say, I can't right now. And she'll say... Well, Angela was around this morning. <laughs> so Looking now, for my Japanese peacock. Exactly. So now I just have to put my, especially in a work context, keep my phone on silent. But if it is on, it's just the ring, ring. Would you judge a guy? Because I, I, yes. I'm asking for a friend. So this friend. <laughs> and the answer is yes, by the I way, like, before you say yes. <laughs> I want to know. Your, your, your friend's So my friend's guys got this boyfriend. Yeah. 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 And it's, um, it's Yoda. <laughs> you see, I like. I'm the wrong Star person to Wars. ask. I love <laughs> Star Wars. When I heard when I first heard the ringtone, I did laugh because I thought, excellent. But he obviously Star Wars fan. I think the thing is about those sorts of ringtones. I think so, people obviously want you to inquire about that. Do you, oh, know do you mean? think so? Do you yeah. think it's a forced I think interest? It's a, I think it's a conversation starter. Yeah. Or is oh it no, I was in the room already. He had me. He had me at Yoda. But is it? I but generally, it yeah. So you think it's almost that little bit too try hard of uh, I'm interested no, I, don't, I don't think it's too try hard I just think it's some, something else to talk about but I find it we just, live in London no one wants to talk to anybody it is, but you know, it's kind of exhausting isn't it the number of ways the number of devices out there that you can decide to impart your personality through right this is why I, I, right. my phone says to me I'm a bit boring and lazy because I don't I don't even know what the ringtone is but, but are we going into territory of sort of men wearing novelty ties for you know, to have like the personality showing on a ringtone. Well, as you know, I like your friend's boyfriend oh. very much. Um, so I would say, be you cool. Think it's okay. With, yeah, I it's, think it's okay yeah. that he's got Star Wars. Oh yeah, multiple yeah. characters changes it's, it. Often. It's better than Star Trek. So, okay. Yeah, I think definitely one up on the. Uh, yeah. What okay. is a ringtone too far? What is a ringtone too far? Probably the archers. For <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. Awkward silence. Well, I think we've put everything to rights there, don't you? Well, this solved. I mean, yeah. who knew it was going to be that easy? I think you're going to have to come in every week and help us tackle oh. these huge tasks. Thank you so much today to my guest, Claudia Mahoney. Thank you for having me. And the fabulous Myling Class. Thank you. Thank you very much for listening to Hey, It's Okay, everybody. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.